back to Burley. Your bears. And a teat. Teat. This is ep- <laughs> made myself laugh. This is episode two of our brand new series, our spin-off podcast. As always, I'm your host, JT, and joining me is the wonderful co-host, the big bird himself, the man with a plan. I don't know what it is, but he's got one. Yeah, he's a big, he's a big yellow bird. That's he's... what people are thinking that don't know me. Just, I'm a big yellow bird. It's the image I've got in my head for you. Yeah, with a big beard. At the moment, I a still pirate, have a pirate, pirate big bird. <laughs> Why a pirate? I don't know, because because of the way I introduce myself, sound piratey. Just feels good. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, Yara Bears, it's I supposed to be like an animal, but actually it does have a kind of pirate it has, sound. It has a piratey theme. I've it. also realised we've gotten at least a solid minute into this podcast, and I haven't actually said your name yet. <laughs> nah, no one ever does. I, I don't actually go by my actual name. Well, I, I call you Burley. Yeah, I'm Burley B, Birdie, I don't know, Dad, Daddy, <laughs> or you, Mr. Burley, to those that, you know, call me when I don't really want them to call me. No. Oh, uh, or, is that Mr. Burley? Oh, f*** off. Or, you know, as, <laughs> as you know, as you have the reputation for being a poo machine. Oh, yeah. All that as well. We did address this briefly last episode, and I'm glad we're beginning this. You know, there's always, I feel, a it comes vein... comes up of, all the time, doesn't it? Yeah, there's a sort of vein of that goes through all of the stuff I produce. And uh, and here we are. And this is a <laughs> this is a pretty solid vein right now. This is a log. Well, um, it was a solid one earlier, and oh, we... <laughs> oh predictable. <laughs> um, so, oh. uh... <laughs> <laughs> so resorted uh, to poo humor <laughs> that's great we've got to get it's anything for those clicks right we've got to get the clicks um so uh so i mean it's early, the, the, the situation is and i i think it's important that we address this right off the bat is yeah. you you poo on average how much like three times a day sometimes four okay i mean for the many, as you know, we have in our social sometimes circle... Sometimes two, though, you know, some, you know, but not, not that often. Yeah. Very, you know, once once a year, once. Well, in our social circle, we've been trying to identify the root cause of this. It feels like it's an ongoing mystery, like an episode of Columbo would be, like, dedicated to this. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the thing is, I mean, I, I'm a pre-sleeper, right? So, like, I'll do, I'll drop a log right before bedtime. And then I'm, I'm pretty consistent with that, right? Like it's yeah. it's sort of like it ends my day. I get sort of you know, and I don't I don't rush the situation. I'm up there for a good fifteen minutes. Um, I I might yeah. bring I it's might your, bring mine. It's in... your daily defrag of what it... you've brewed up for the last twelve hours. Yeah. Okay. So that that makes sense. That's logical human bowel movement. Whereas... Light light in the mind, light in the load. Go to bed. You know. I hear you, man. I get it. Yeah. Here's the thing, I... though. You're defragging at least three times a day. And I just don't. <laughs> I just. Jim, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go for a G- defrag down in ten. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe if you survive it, you know, one day one of these poos, you will Elvis. That's how I'm planning for you to go out. Uh, oh, cheers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what a way to go. Yeah, well, be consistent, right? With at least yeah. what you've achieved. So, I, I think it's more well, just. I, I wouldn't mind so much if there was a window. You know, I can, you know, look out the window and go that way. <laughs> <laughs> So as long, so your point is, as long as there's a nice view yeah. when you die, that yeah. it... <laughs> and it's clean, I'll be, you know, it's pretty clinical in there. It's pretty comfy. That what's... wouldn't be too bad, but yeah, definitely, I'd have to have a window, some natural light. What's the what's the sort of consistency situation? Are these all like full rock solids? 
I mean, if we're going to go into if we're going down this road of talking about my bowel movements, they ve- they vary uh, poo to poo day to day, depending on you know dietary sure what bad you know. So yeah, sometimes little, sometimes big. <laughs> okay, so so it's just, it's purely a size game, right? With you, it's just you've dropped like a King Kong's finger, or maybe like a rabbit pellet. Yeah, yeah, it could be it could be all of one in one day, and some of another another. It you know it 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 just varies. There's something I feel like also <laughs> it varies. There's something I want to share with everyone, which is that in our group chat, um, shout out to Chits and Rocco, who uh, may or may sure. not be listening right now. They may have been, they may be sick of our drivel just in life. And why would, <laughs> they, why would they want to listen to it? They, 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 this is what they get this every day. This is just, yeah. this is just part and part. Yeah. They, and, they are, they are well rehearsed. And, and with this, seen pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And this, they have a choice. They don't have to do it. Right. <laughs> um, so, I mean, they, we have a thing in our group chat, which is that after a particularly excessive gaming session, when maybe we've ordered a takeout and, you know, we've basically ordered regret and had it delivered to whoever's house we're at. Right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, regret with some extra that's gonna hurt in the morning <laughs> <laughs> yeah um we will message each other just a number the following day as to where we're at on the poo scale so like you know if we if it's the first drop we'll just send a number one and what will happen more often than not is you will have got to three before <laughs> any of us have even dropped one <laughs> and, and it's just it's always dropped one and i'm like oh sorry guys i forgot to text the first one i'm on two <laughs> yeah that, that's also another thing where like as if you're able you, you're forgetting how many you've done because it's been so excessive <laughs> and it's usually by like 10 o'clock in the morning as well oh god it's just i, I can't I, I don't think i'd have any organs left i'd have like shit out a lung by that point um well i'm glad we got to the bottom of that it maybe maybe that's a new recurring segment it's just us discussing bowel movement if we haven't made everyone want to tune out immediately with this first five minutes then uh, i think we may have played everyone off yeah well we've certainly highlighted some level of maturity of what we get up to <laughs> yeah behind yeah. closed doors we've certainly set the bar very low <laughs> um, <laughs> um so uh so what's going on with you right now burley we're kind of this is our second episode i, I like the idea of uh, burley and atit just being this kind of fast and loose thing and we've got our segments we've got our regular bits but it's okay that we've got uh, you know, we're able to kind of talk about life right now. You know, it's it's been a week since we recorded our episode one. Um, what's what's been the movement in the house? I know you've you've recently just done the the quarantine cut, right? Like you've just I have uh, I've shaved my head. Yeah, yeah. I've got a shave, trim trimage the beer. Uh, yeah, I shaved it. It was getting a little bit. Uh, it was getting a little bit long. Um, uh, not too long, but just yeah, it was just getting a bit greasy. You know, I find that when I'm sort of like sitting about and there's a bit quite a bit of sitting about at the minute and especially in the evenings i just i run my fingers through my i touch my hair a lot you know i just sit there just rubbing my hair and and of, of and, and rubbing my bit like my face a lot and obviously the one of the guidelines is, is that you oh, don't touch your face of course yeah <laughs> yeah don't touch your face don't touch your face i touch my face all the time apparently <laughs> like literally i will like coming from outside from a walk and i'll be like right don't like between the front door and my sink. I'd be like, right, go wash my hands. Don't touch your face, Adam. And within, before I even make it to the sink, I've touched my face. Like literally, I've, oh, what have I done? I thought I've touched it already. Oh, just because I'm just like, again. yeah. Oh, for God's sake! How I've not died already? Apparently, it's a miracle. But I just <laughs> constant touching of the face 
all the time. How is that trim? Uh, how's that trim feeling right now? Is it? Uh, are you happy with it? Was it? What did you do? Is it like a like a all off? Just a, a four just all over num- or something? N- number four all over. Okay. Back to front number four. Uh, I did most of it myself, but I had to get Gemma to get around the back and 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 sort that bit out. And then I just spent half hour in front of the mirror just with a comb doing my beard really just trimming that up a little bit you know got rid of some of the greys look a bit younger Gemma's not a fan it's growing on me a little bit to be honest with you having short hair just I'm not I'm, I'm not a big I don't like doing spending time on my hair in the mornings I usually just like just chuck a comb for it real quick I just go for that out of the bed look you know I can pull that off pretty well it's one of your many qualities it is yeah I just the rough and ready you know <laughs> <laughs> just minimum to no effort what's that's, he ready for fun. what's he ready for probably a poo yeah, it's good yeah not in the town having a poo uh going to work <laughs> having I, mean, a poo. I, rock, I just rock the same look that's also time. really quick segue on that um isn't it delightful when you get paid to poo <laughs> <laughs> so i i used to work for hmv the record store and it was always be the greatest i i feel like i've I like unlocked a, a cheat code for life because I'd like go oh, it's 20 minutes to the end of my shift, but I really need to drop a log right now. I'm going to go and hit the staff toilets up and um, maybe bring one of the uh, Empire magazines from downstairs and take it up. Um, <laughs> and it was great because then I'd, t- I'd poo and then my shift would finish and I'd go, right, guys, I'm off. I'd, at least 20 minutes of at least once a week, I'd try and get, get paid to poo. What I always found about... Uh... When, when at work and you know you need you need to do your number two business and that that was always when my phone would ring like, <laughs> oh no i can guarantee i'll be like i'll get the fit i'll be like oh i i feel I'm, I'm i need to go and right. that's when my phone will either ring then and stop me from doing it or i'll be walking like back to my station or my, my desk and that's when my mobile work mobile just starts ringing and i have to run across the office <laughs> and one of my colleagues always used to like he clocked onto this timing he said it's a ma- he's he genuinely agreed with me that it was just this amazing timing and he would could know that i'd oh, you've just gone for you know a number two haven't you and i'd be like because your phone just rang and it's the it's the jinx of it <laughs> and i have to run across the office like diving under t- like trying to get to it and before it cuts off or sometimes it'd be like oh i just literally ended and i have to call them back and then you do that awkward then they're leaving you a message. And then you, so you hang up and then they ring you back, but then you've already taken the next phone call and you're like, oh, we're missing each other. It desyncs you, doesn't it? It it's snowballs just... from there, right? Like it becomes yeah, this yeah, whole yeah, problem. Yeah. It, it creates this like after, after tremors from the... Uh, <laughs> from <laughs> that's, it. <laughs> that's, that's a great like poo descriptor, isn't it? Like yeah, is, yeah. Is, is, poo a, pun. is a poo that can't flush, is that an after tremor? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What would you call that? It would be a... Uh, Oh, that'll come to me later. Am I imaginative? I find am I my my uh, stubborn my <laughs> it's a stubborn poo. <laughs> my 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 mind is is melting a little bit, and I, I struggle to find the creative words. They don't come to me as easily as they did yeah, a month like, ago. Or maybe like, yeah, sure, yeah. The isolation has eroded <laughs> your eroded your improv capacity. Um, I suppose maybe like just I've got to go PG for I'm PG thirteen most of the day, the most of the time. We're like, got to watch my mouth around the little one yeah and of course you know for people who tuned into our first episode we're trying our best to keep the podcast clean if we do let a swear fly then it'll always be censored but um yeah maybe like just a stubborn flush maybe it's like a stubborn flush we call it that yeah i'm feeling good about that a a, a resilient
a resistor. That's but no, that's it. That's a resist. Uh, guys, I've got a resistor here. Get the saucepan. I've got to do a manual. I've got to do a manual flush. Oh, I've got to get the wire hanger out. <laughs> so you're so you feeling good about the trim right now? Is that because you said you'd also yeah. trimmed up the beard a bit? I know that you because you do you have a beard that I just am so envious of because you look like a Viking and it's just it's so it's so powerful. It's like the source of your energy. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you are it's you f- less Vikingy now and a bit more sort of like home homeschooled? Okay. Uh, are you feeling good all- about it? Yeah, yeah, I feel if it's it's comfortable, it's it's manageable. I, when I emerge, it will look like I haven't done anything because my hair grows like seriously quick, which is why I always have an epic beard because it just even when I have it tr- so when I ha- typically have it trimmed, I always go a little bit under, so I always overdo it if that makes sense. So it's a little bit on the slightly shorter side, right? So then like a week later, it's like perfect, so it grows into the perfection, and then it starts to get further away, and then you kind of have to trim it a little bit but then i I could probably make it more epic if i spent more time on it if you know in the mornings you know styling it but again i just rock the out of bed the out of bed look i can imagine that's that would be quite a lot of maintenance to start your day with that i think yeah i I don't have time or i'm too and i'm too lazy (laughs) i don't have a lot i don't know i have like 45 minutes from when i get up to having to go out and there's usually a lot of things i've got to have some you gotta have your breakfast it's important oh yeah the priority there has to be breakfast over beard right Got to get yeah, got to get Brecky in, and and then there's got to be like a at least like a 10, 15 minute segment of just trying not to do anything. Right, and at least ten minutes of that is going to be. Uh, will I have my first drop? No, no, it's too, no, not until like nine o'clock ish. No, no. Half nine, half but, nine. Okay. Half between half nine and eleven. There's <laughs> a schedule. Usually. And then like two till four, and then like ten, half ten. I'm going to name this episode the Resistor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really get many of them. They usually <laughs> free flow in. <laughs> That's good to know. That's another just another nugget of information that I so appreciate, and I know our listeners would appreciate as well. Yeah. They've got a little insight into my into my persona there. Yeah. Oh, they also know that they're you know they're tuning in for you and I, dude. We are the show. Whatever this is, <laughs> it's, it's all about Whatever us. Whatever we make it. Yeah. Whatever we make it, and I made it a make. You Have did. You gone to go make? Have you gone to go make? I did a make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the ramblings of a madman. Um, so I... Jim, that's what we me and Jim went for a phase of. Did you go make? <laughs> oh right okay right <laughs> so i didn't have a, little hand, I, have a little hand gesture make go make i didn't actually clock what you were talking about then until just now sorry yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> i just went on for my own little tangent though. no it's great have a conversation with yourself it's podcast gold <laughs> it really is um, i uh, i frequently do have conversations with myself especially in these 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 times you know <laughs> yeah I, i'm spending a lot of time with headphones on and discussing things to myself like under my breath uh, often, often when <laughs> I'm writing, actually, yeah, that's actually one of my twinge manoeuvres is 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 walking around with headphones on. Oh right, oh cool. Okay, well, well we'll get there, man. We'll get there. Um, so my situation right now in the hair department, I've got like teenage boy like curls over my ears because my hair's getting quite long, and uh, Shave it. well, I've also Do got it. I've got like a I, it's a mullet. Like it's a no. it's a mullet. I, I kit can tie up my hair. You, you you got a Joe Exotic. 
going on. <laughs> yeah, well, Kit can, like, she can man-bun me but now. Do you get that reference, by the way? Oh, of course I do, oh, yeah. From is, that another show, is that another show that you're going to never watch? Let's save that discussion for episode three. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but no, she can, she can man-bun me right now. Like, she can do, like, a full... It's pathetic yeah. and pretentious, but oh. she can man-bun me, and it's not, you know, it's not a good look. I look ridiculous. I can imagine. It's no good, Burley. I've also the thing is I've seen one saving grace is I am enjoying my beard. My isolation beard is in full swing, and I'm really liking it. It's looking really healthy. Probably the healthiest it's ever looked. My beard. Really? It looks. It looks you're full. Getting it, you're, you're getting out there and giving it some sun and yeah, massage. I've... You're touching your face as well, just I, giving it a massage. Specifically the beard. Yeah, that's been getting yeah. a lot of love. Um, and I think I, I saw something on Facebook. It was one of those like heated combs that you can get for beards. That, like I've seen. Do you know? I almost bought one of them. I'm this yeah, close. Yeah, so you can straighten it. At this point, I think I'm more likely to buy that today, like right now, than doing the full quarantine haircut. Right now, I want to sort the beard out. If I get that looking fresh, I'll care less about what my hair looks like. What's quite good tip, pro tip, Please. is if your hair is shorter, it makes the your beard a bit bigger. It emphasizes the beard. Yeah, it, it kind of the like hair on your head is detracting from your beard. That is re- too much going on. That is a really good. Uh, that's a good insight because it will. I kind of wanted that kind of you know like like I popped my Lego hair off and I've stuck it yeah. to the, stuck it to my chin. <laughs> just um, just I would just give it a number four all over. Thing is, the beauty of it, it grows back, doesn't it? So uh, it if it looks rubbish, no one's gonna know, are they? And it'll grow back by the time uh, anyone actually gives a shit. Like you, my hair grows pretty fast, so you're right there. I think it would uh, it would be pretty smooth sailing be- at that if, point. If the beard's if the beard's looking good right now, then and you're feeling good about it, to just ramp it up a little bit by shaving your head, it'll just emphasize those features even more. I say do it. Do you have clippers? Do you have a pair of clippers? I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah do it. Do you know? Uh, <laughs> I hadn't done it for ages, and my hair was quite long. It's actually a little bit painful when I was doing. It. I was oh, like, no. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're really selling you this have, to me <laughs> and you have to keep taking it off and pulling all the the, the hair out of the um the, the the i don't know what you call it the bit the that guard. goes over it the yeah guard the guard thing. yeah because yeah. otherwise it's like it hurts even because it's not doing anything it's like it's not taking oh, i've got to take it off and reset it so uh yeah it did start to hurt a bit actually it was like oh, oh bloody thing oh no but uh do, do it though anyway it's like it takes about 20 minutes yeah it's it's honestly for me it's the it's the it's the fussiness of it that I'm struggling with. The fact that I'm always having to like brush it off my face and scoop it back, or it's greasy, like when it's really it's, horrible. When, when it starts touching other parts of your face, here I'm touching my face again. God's sake, stop it, Adam! Was that while you starts, were saying that? <laughs> yeah, literally, I'm talking. I'm like, I can't help it. I'm just, I'm t- doing it again. God's sake, I keep touching my face. I love it. Sit on your yeah. hands. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just give it a number four. It'll look good. Yeah. Look good. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll provide an update on my hair. hair. We, we should. This get... should be this should be a segment, Burley. We should do like a hair and like what what's going on with the look right now, like that. We need to think of something for that. Uh, yeah. I suppose everyone's just saying quarantine haircut, aren't they? It's a thing, isn't it? Yeah. But some of them are quite hilarious. What people are doing. My cousin James uh, did a full all off. He actually looks really fresh. To be fair, it suits him. Like a one, and then like bladed it i don't know if it was a one i don't think it was as harsh as that but it was pretty like kind of similar to what you've done i think it was like a three or a four yeah i think four i think four is pretty safe to be fair there's, there's like a fair little bit of hair it's still 
doesn't show off the lines and features of your head. <laughs> right, yeah. Have, did you do that? Is that a fort all over? Did you do anything like shorter on the sides? Nah, I didn't do any blending or any of that fancy stuff. I just literally fought, done. So it's, it's, it's a four everywhere. You know, I did that in New York. When you got married in the States, after the, I think two days after the wedding when we were still out there, I went and got my hair cut for the first time in New York and just all offed it. I'd never done it. I'd, and I think I got like a four or a five and it was an all over situation. It was great. Yeah, it's just, it's just, if you're especially for like the low maintenance and you're a bit lazy, you just get up and it's yeah done. <laughs> yeah, and I have, I have done it a couple of times since, and I always really liked it. I think so. Kit likes Kit likes me with longer hair because she likes to like if I'm working at my desk, she likes yeah, to come she up. Likes to, uh, yeah, she likes yeah. to come up behind me. It's not as <laughs> it's not nearly as sexual as you're hinting at, but just just grab it and just really give it a good old tug. I really wish it was. We're still talking about the hair, right? Uh, I don't know anymore. I mean, I th- <laughs> I, I hope it. I, I wish it was as euphemistic as it sounds. But what she actually likes to do is get <laughs> get her hands, run it through my hair, and kind of like basically make me look like a combination of Wolverine, like Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, and also Jim Carrey from Ace Ventura. Yeah, I know the look. Do like a full, yeah. like, you know, like almost yeah. like devil horns coming up. And then she'll run her fingers through my beard and kind of like smoosh that up. So honestly, I look like, I look like the neighbor that's never come out of his house. And when he does, people are like, you should really go back inside. You, <laughs> like, you basically, you just look like how you sound. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And it's really, and she loves it and she gets such a kick out of it. And honestly, I think I've kept my hair this long because... Eight percent of me is enjoying the laughter. <laughs> it's, enjoy- <laughs> it's enjoying the, the comedic possibilities of it. But um, yeah, she she uh, she's she's making a strong case for me to keep it as is for now. Um, yeah, well, we'll update everyone on our situations. I'm sure in future episodes because right now we're about to get to our first regular segment, and it's called Twinge Manethers. Yar Twinge Manethers. So Twinge Manethers is all about what we are really enjoying right now what we're liking what's going on what is twinging our nethers and burley as always we will kick off with you what is twinging your nethers right now well yeah uh it i I struggled with this one this week because um there's 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 not much to to twinge um (laughs) everything i've all the things i talked about last week i've been attempting to do um but I find again, I reference, I circle back around to the fact of having a toddler. You can't do anything for longer than, like, if you get twenty minutes to do something, that's good. <laughs> yeah, you feel like you've succeeded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the uh, so yesterday was it yesterday? You know, I said I was going to get around to my Walking Dead books. Yes. I I thought, oh, I I literally opened the book and went, okay, I'm in a room. There's no one in here. I'm going to start reading this. I got three pages in. Bear in mind, two of the pages didn't have words on them. <laughs> that doesn't and count. I know, but I was free in. I count. I went. How many pages are getting free? Uh, before I was interrupted, and I had to close it and then go off. And, and I attempted to do some later on. I got like five pages in. I had to close it. Left the book in my living room to try and do it. Day didn't even get to it. Like, yeah. Oh, Every no. time I thought I was like, I'm gonna do it. I thought, but now someone's going to come and interrupt me, and or I just didn't get a chance. How so frustrating. I, I'm slightly failing on on the twinge manoeuvres front. I had a I had a twinge I wanted to ask you about that you brought mm. up last week, which is: Have you since episode one? Have you been able to play any Uncharted Four? Yes, I have. Oh, cool. How are you? So where are you yes, at right I now? Have. I'm. I, to be honest with you, 
that's the one I have been successful in because it involves gaming, which you know <laughs> is. So that I, I think I've nearly finished it. Oh, I dude. think I'm not far off. I'm 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 near the end. Nice I finally travelled all around the world. Like this, there's a bit of a weird logic of approach to this Uncharted that I find, especially with this fourth one, is that a bit holy that there's this massive. I'm at the bit where I found the pirate Avery's pirate ship. Yeah. No, oh yeah, you are. Bit. Yeah, you're you're getting yeah. to those final moments. So I'm practically there, um, and I kind of find that it wasn't really that hard. Like. It's a little bit, but like the fact that you've kind of approached it from the literally the most longest route possible, going through all these clues, find the clues, find the clues, you could just have easily have stumbled on it just by roaming around in a boat. (laughs) And then you think, how is no in 300 years, how has no one accidentally found this island that's just a few, like not even far off the coast of Africa? It's like you can go to it in a rowing boat and (laughs) no one's. And there's like all these shipwrecks all around it, and like no one's ever been there. <laughs> yeah, like, EasyJet have got flights. <laughs> yeah, and then when you're, one of your characters comes in and goes, "Oh, did you see the pirate Utopia?" Yeah, I just saw it flop when we flew over. So no one ever has flown over this island ever until just so happened Nathan Drake. It, I'm pulling holes in the in, in the thing. It is a good fun game. Yeah, I enjoyed it because <laughs> I've been I've been doing like uh, like half hour here, forty five minutes here, mostly in the evenings, like before bed and uh squeezed a few little moments in the day but uh yeah i've you know so it's a short game in all fairness i've managed to knock it out like half-assed in a week that's great that you've managed to make you know meaningful progress on some front because like you say it's been so difficult to find either finding the time or when you do get the time not being distracted or taken away by something unplanned so you've actually sounds like you've actually made really good progress and you're basically on the home stretch yeah yeah and then i can put a tick on the uncharted series as that is a game series that i have done dusted locked away sorted that out you know Burley, tick, tick, tick of the box i feel terrible to say but there is another uncharted game that you haven't played uh it's called uncharted the lost legacy it was... tell me this it doesn't count though it's a, it's a dlc it it's not count. dude it it counts it's not a dlc <laughs> it is a, it, it started to be fair it started life as a, as a dlc a bit like left behind from last of us but the project got so big that they actually ended up releasing it as a standalone game so it's like a full-blown Uncharted game. Slightly shorter than 4, I think. Uh, it's like a few hours shorter. But um, it's a full, like, you have to buy it separately. It's not an add-on. So thanks for just taking away that. <laughs> well, no, you were so, you know what? Hey, you were so confident, like, you know, dusted. done and dusted it. I've finished it. I'm on top of it. I've f***ed uh, it. You know, like, you, you, <laughs> you've been so confident with yourself. And I just thought I'd put you in your place. Oh, thanks for that. Just go my ocd go in about needing to to do all the tick all the boxes now <laughs> well, uh, hey, man, I'll, listen, take, I'll do it in three years time like, i'll just wait there <laughs> like yeah like i have any right to talk to you about watching or completing something right yeah with my backlog jesus oh uh, we'll, we'll touch on that another time as well because you're it's so pr- epically huge the amount that you're that especially when we've talked about things specifically saying you've told me about something and then I'm like, did you watch? No, I haven't watched it. And then years later, I bring it up and I'll be like, have you finally caught up on that show that you made a big fuss about? No, nah, haven't even. And I'm like, what do you do? <laughs> There's 10 episodes. You can't find time to watch 10 episodes. 
in 10 years. Listen, man, and time, time, is, time is never the issue. Like, Because right now, as you were talking, I was in my brain, I was going like, Falling Skies, Game of Thrones. Like, I was just going through all of these things. I can't things. even believe you're, you still were Falling Sky as well. That, 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 that was a great show. Like, that was... <laughs> when did that finish? That finished like four or five years ago. 1973. Yeah. Oh, get with the times my friends i know man it's not it's not for a lack of time it's the it's shiny object syndrome that's always been my problem is having 20 different games on the go or having multiple shows i'll start something and then oh look something new or oh look that thing i didn't play from seven years ago and maybe i yeah. or maybe maybe i'll just reinstall elite force which by the way is my twinge my nether so it, <laughs> it's it's it is an ongoing problem for me and, and it's something i'm trying to address by having like right now, I've got one game per console on the go, so one single player game per main console, and that's allowed me to make actual meaningful progress for once, and I'm feeling good about that. Yeah, I I try not to stretch myself over. Like same with TV shows, like maybe like I can maybe do like four or five shows, like yeah, at different sort of paces, but I can't really commit to more than that. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, and, and I have to finish one. I've, I can go, all right, I've done that now. Now I can add this one into the mix, and then I can bring them in at various orders. So, uh, yeah, that's how I manage to get through TV shows, like, in a reasonable amount of time. If they're relevant as well, like, I don't know, if it's like a weekly release, like Walking Dead, then it's easier to, to manage because it's like, right, it's an F- one a week. So you just go, I've just got to watch that one episode. Find the time. That's something that Kit and I have done, which is we have our, we have like one show that we're binging right now, which is um, Orange is the New Black. We're getting caught up on that. We're nearly done that, actually. But we then, in between that, we had our like weekly shows. Walking Dead was one of them. Uh, we finished Arrow at the beginning of the year that was on every week. Um, so we stopped. Ha- what I stopped watching that after like season two or three. It was quite a good show, but then he just, I can't, the fact that it's only just finished, and I feel like that's been, how many seasons was that, eight? Eight. I felt like that didn't need to have eight seasons. I felt like that was like, that should have been like a few seasons done. Often a problem with American TV is it can outstay its welcome. Yeah, that's the impression I got from it, and I feel like, I'm like, it said the final season. I went, that's still going? (laughs) (laughs) Finally. I will say it kind of took a little dip in the middle there, but certainly towards its end, it really found like what makes it good again it rem- it remembered what how why it works so well in its first couple of years and it does end really well the final season is excellent so it didn't i thought the first season was very good i was yeah. like oh this is some really good twists here and the fact there was like overlapping timelines i was like i'm loving this it's really good and then the second season followed it on and then started to lose it a bit i'll be honest with you i was like you didn't really feel the danger of the characters when they were in danger. Like they're not going to die. They're not dead. They're going to yeah. Oh, called it. Called it. They're not going to because they just got they haven't got enough characters to to kill off and replace. So it's like to get rid of that character. There's a massive hole in the show. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm going off on a bit of a tangent here. Sorry. No, it's a, oh, never apologize for a tangent. This show is built on them. Focusing on uh, yeah. I could you could say that about a lot of shows though, where you're like that, that person's not going to die. Yeah. So then, when well, that... they're in danger, you're like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. It's one of the best things about original Star Trek is if you know, um, Captain Kirk, Spock, McCoy, and Ensign Ricky <laughs> beam down, then Ensign, Ensign Ricky <laughs> un, un, in the red shirt. Uncredited. Yeah, uncredited yeah. Shirt, if you've never met Ensign Ricky before, like maybe he was in the background on the bridge a couple episodes ago. You know he's going to get killed by some like um, 
like a plant or something like he's going to just get you know darted by a klingon or something at some point yeah. um, or they write someone in suddenly and they get a bit sort of like out of their boots you know when yeah. someone gets a bit you're like you're gonna die because you're so like first you're this no one that's come out of nowhere who's been given some lines impactful lines just to make us relevant so they can kill you off <laughs> yeah well that's those call it i'll be like oh that's a bit that that, but that gets a bit cocky i oh, think he, he's gonna die and then 10 minutes later Oh, the, the giant centipede is eating him. You know, he's, <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> uh, Lost did that really, like loads, where like suddenly like one of the background survivors suddenly became the focus of two episodes. You know <laughs> that within at least at least half a season, they're dead. <laughs> like guaranteed. Yeah, the, building them up to kill them. You yeah, know. that's or, The Walking Dead too. Out. Walking Dead does that a lot, where they, uh, it builds yeah, up Walk- the side characters and then, then murders them. Yeah, 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 yeah. They did that recently in this season with a couple of characters. I was like, oh, that person's going to die. <laughs> and they very Cold did. Dead. Although I will say this about shows like 24, Lost, The Walking Dead, actually do a really good job of, for the most part, making you think that anyone can go. Not every character. Like, there obviously, there are some exceptions to that always. Um, but There's, there's they... a couple that you feel safe. But then they'll, they'll test the water at some point um with certain episodes where you think oh someone big's going and then you know for that particular episode but then after that you're like oh that's safe uh that's what game of thrones did really well was that no one was that you genuinely thought that anyone could go really at any time Uh, yeah yeah but um and that kind of kept you on your edge but on on edge but uh, yeah walking i can't wait for that walking dead uh finale the finale they've had to delay it haven't they because of the production yeah, it's, it's been filmed. It's just they're doing post-production on it. And because of post-production. that, they can't finish the effects until everything's lifted. Yeah, no, I'm a bit upset about that because um, it left it on a bit of a cliffhanger. And, and, I'm the, like, oh, and the current season, I think, has been really good. I think it has, actually. I'll be honest with you. I think the la- the, la- the, la- the first half of the last season was a bit... Mm, and then it got a bit better, actually. I was like, oh, this yeah. second half is really good. And then this... Because I was a bit sceptical about when they were when they said, oh, um, Rick, Rick Grimes was... In, you know, no longer going to be in it. Um, I was a bit like, oh, could they do that? And actually, it's allowed them to sort of focus on some other characters a bit. So I'm like, I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm glad I stuck with it because I think they've really pivoted to focus on the the wider cast and it really works for that. I think it's not just about like one or two characters anymore, which is great. There's a worry that when it gets to like 10 seasons, it'll start to lose a bit of its, um, you know, its original in like originality like it's you know what makes it good and it, i don't think it has actually it kind of did a little bit in season eight nine i was a bit like oh, I don't know, they're dragging this on a bit and then it's kind of gone another way and i'm like yep yeah, they've, they've <laughs> they brought it back <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't imagine though it's going to have many more seasons after this though right like it's got to wrap up in at least the next couple of years <sighs> i don't know really I, I, I don't know how if they're following the comics to a, to a degree aren't they so there's they've probably got a few more seasons in it and they're doing free films as well, aren't they? Yes, that's right. The Rick Grimes spin-off things, aren't they? Um, yeah. And we've got the... Um, oh, what's that new season that's coming out? I think it literally comes out in the next couple of weeks. Is that the World Beyond, the spin-off? World Beyond, yeah. Which is what's going to link to where it's where Rick's gone, isn't it? Oh, so I didn't know uh, that. Oh, cool. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah. Well, listen, Burley, let me tell you what's twinging my nethers right now. Please do. Please, uh, please share. The, my nethers have been twinged by two things in this last yeah. week. Uh, the first is board games. Mm. Now, I have a nine-year-old and a 13-year-old. It's a different proposition keeping them entertained because they're able to be independent, right, to a certain degree. They're able to 
play games themselves with toys or uh, be creative and draw a picture or maybe play video games. Both of my two are really into gaming, which is very helpful. Um, we do, of course, limit their screen time when they're not on devices all day. Um, and if they want... Oh, God, you're such a, such a bore, aren't you? I'd be that guy. <laughs> well, no, that's so, hey, so man, adult of you, isn't it? Well, so adult. Hey, man, they're not hard done by, trust me. They still get plenty of time to yeah. digitally they murder. They get 12 them. hours a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't allow it before 7 a.m. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, they've got. But not a minute longer. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time to pull weeds from the garden. Um, so, <laughs> Good uh, my dinner. Yeah, I hope, uh, by the way, I, I mimed a pipe just then. I mimed smoking a pipe that. <laughs> That is, it doesn't translate in an audio did you, podcast. Did you envision yourself in a smoker's jacket as well? Yeah, I had like that. a really impressive yeah. mustache and I was called Sir <laughs> Havelock from Borderlands. <laughs> um, so, so my two, we've kind of tried as much as we can to bring as much variation to their day. So of course there'll be times where they're, you know, playing Animal Crossing or they're on Fortnite, but they're also playing board games. We're doing stuff with them, we're watching films, we're playing games. And in a moment of bizarre three o'clock in the morning, I couldn't get to sleep inspiration often happens in my life where i just something pops in my brain at, at silly o'clock um i came we up are, with... we are two totally different people when it comes to that by the way <laughs> you are done <laughs> three o'clock in the morning what's adam doing oh he's dribbling on the pillow and he's, he's in a coma i am in a coma at that time by that point you are legally <laughs> we live dead different. <laughs> i am is there a pulse is he breathing yeah, just Oh, and Jesus. you know, you know how we find out is when Drew kicks you in the morning. <laughs> no, even then it's like she has to kick me several times to wake me up. I'm one heavy sleeper. She's like, your, anyway. she's like your defibrillator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, Gemma usually gives me a sharp jab in the back. That's usually what does it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I never. Get, if, if I ever get a wave of inspiration at three a.m., if it, if it somehow gets to me, I'll be like, oh, that's really interesting. I'll be too lazy i'll just fall back to sleep again and forget <laughs> i'll handle that, that in four to five hours <laughs> yeah i'll handle that one and then i'll forget i did it and then yeah that's yeah we are different people <laughs> in that sense. well so but please yeah. tell me t- tell me your most recent 3am uh light bulb moment i invented a board game all right i yeah. came up with okay. like a, i came up with a whole board game and it was a way f- both for me to be just creatively engaged in my spare time but also something that we could do as a family that i thought maybe the kids would really enjoy because it's something completely new it's not monopoly it's not the the kind of current staples it's something completely new and it's basically it's (laughs) it's like a cross between dungeons and dragons and snakes and ladders so Mm. you you progress up a board there's 100 spaces you work your way up um throughout the game there's combat if you land on a certain space you have to fight a monster and you, you roll based on whether you want to do a basic attack or a special move. Um, you have different characters that you can play as. There's an in-game currency. There's an in-game shop. And as you work your way through the game, there's also a narrative which I've written. And kind of a bit Dungeon Master style, I try to make it individual to each person playing. So I pre-wrote several stories for everyone that had like branching narrative paths. So like if they, do you, you see a man lying on the side of the road. Do you rob him or try to help him? And I'd write the options and the kids would have to choose where they go. And that might influence how the game played out. So it was a bit of kind of role playing in there. And they really liked it because I would do like stupid voices and try and make them laugh. Um, and uh, it's called Battle Spin. I kind of, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want kind to... Kind of rolls off the tongue. Really. It does, yeah, dude. I, I kind of want, I kind of want to sell it. <laughs> I kind of want to make it real. Um, because there's also the, the spin component with the battle um the spin component is if you land on certain spaces you can do it like a lucky spin i found a free app that lets you do like wheel of fortune style custom wheels 
where you like physically use your finger to spin it on a phone or tablet and it like selects the options Oh, she didn't just get a bottle and just spin it. <laughs> no, this is very high tech. Um, <laughs> and uh, and those things you can like, some of them might give them it- free items from the shop. It might give them money. One of the options was a crisp high five. <laughs> um, and you work your way up the board and eventually you get to the final boss. If you defeat the final boss, then you win the game. And we ended up playing this for like three hours. It was the most epic session. The kids loved it. Kit and I had a <clears throat> excuse me uh, 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 we, we loved it so much i vomited um that uh <laughs> kit and i just we we had such a laugh seeing the kids reaction to it and so much so that they then the first thing that blake said to me the following morning he's my eldest i walked past his bedroom and he just looked at me and went battle spin <laughs> <laughs> his comic timing was bang on point <laughs> Um, so that's, yeah, that's a pretty that's that's pretty cool. You know, that's a bit of uh, creative juiceness, isn't it? That yeah, board game. And of course, and the uh, fact that you managed to spin it out over three hours as well. Yeah, it was a full-on campaign. It was like a full situation. I've as a result of playtesting it, I've got to make balance adjustments to it. Now I've got to think about maybe rules I want to change. Well, I'm assuming it's a work in progress. You got to play it and then add add and detract and you know it, final. Absolutely, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, what I will say though is shout out to my lovely mum, Linda, who when I told her that I was doing this because I, I, I wanted to print the board on an A3 sheet and she has an A3 printer at home, right? So I said, do you mind if I email this to you because we're going to just try this tonight? And she said she like she got a full B in her bonnet and said, would you like me? To, would you like me to laminate it for you? Uh. So we have like a preserved board. Like Battle Spin will not be damaged, and she even. For the character cards and for the monster cards, she even cut them out for me and laminated them individually so they'd last for future playthroughs. Hashtag mums, eh? Oh. They, just, they do that stuff for us, don't they? I love my mum. Shout out to you, mum, who's definitely one of the eight people listening. I feel like I've got to watch my language a bit more now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said this, this is this is so totally different. The game I got to come up with the other day is I went, oh, let Gemma, can you put some coloured bean bags and hoops into Amazon so I can play <laughs> throw the bean bags and the hoops with Drew in the car? So it was like, I got to think of some games to play. I went bean bags, hoops, job done. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to get her to throw the yellow bean bag into the yellow hoop, but it just ends up with her scooping up all the bean bags and running off with them. <laughs> I'm like, you're supposed to throw them in the hoops. No, you have this one. You ha- and then I get one beanbag. So- <laughs> then I throw it, and then she won't. She'll just take that, take it back. And I'm like, okay. So now I've got to teach her about. I've got to teach her how to share before I can play the game. Well, so. contra- contrast that with my two, who at one point when they when Elmarie kept rolling, like she kept trying to attack a monster, and when she'd roll, she kept landing on even numbers, which means her attack misses. Um, she she at one point she started rolling around the floor, going, "This is so annoying." <laughs> like she, I, I've never seen it. It was like the sweetest nine year old just losing her. <laughs> um, but it was great. It was it was competitive, and they were laughing, and they and it was for me that was the real joy. Is it really brought us together? We we do this thing in our house called Tuesday night game night. It's something when when they were at school still in the previous term. We would do these, um, hopefully, you know, usually every week. Sometimes it would be like every other week where we pull a board game out. We, um, you know, break out a retro console like the GameCube or something like that. And we'd play a video game or a board game altogether. Since the lockdown started, it's been on pause. We haven't done it. Kit and I have both been working from home full time. They've been trying to keep themselves occupied. And we both realized we really miss doing this. And 
Battlespin and doing this creative weird thing actually was a really great way to bring us back into some semblance of routine. Mm. This and gives it, you something to focus on and uh, rally around. Yeah, and so, that yeah. that for us, I think, was, was something that was really gratifying because it just gave us that excuse. Not that you need it, but it gave us the structure to um, to hang out and spend some time together. That's uh, you know, that, that, that there's quite that's quite become quite a popular thing at the minute, isn't it? With um, a lot of uh, people doing like tonight. We're not doing it tonight, obviously, because I'm doing this, but. Uh, there's a quiz. There's a the guy that runs like a pub quiz type thing on a Thursday night, which me and Gemma always t- take part in. And there's uh, other quizzes that we've been doing, uh, Kahoot quizzes with friends and stuff like that. And this is really good uh, game that I've got to have you around at some point to play, which is Knowledge is Power, which was like five quid on Play Store. And if you uh, give this a look into for one of your 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 game nights, this Knowledge is Power. It's quite cool. You play on your phones. So as long as your phone's on the same Wi-Fi as your console device, you get like these questions. You pick little characters and you take a selfie on your phone and it puts your face on the silly little, like a hot dog <laughs> or a professor. And then you, 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 you pick the categories and your, your characters run around onto the categories and it asks you the question. But you can, you can uh, um, hinder your opponents by every time it goes on, you can go, oh, I'm going to put like ice on your character. So that means that they can't, tap the right answer they have to smash the ice to answer the the question oh cool or there's slimes you've got to wipe the slime off off the screen to be able to see the question so it slows them down so it's like it's like kahoot so it's not necessarily getting the right answer it's how quickly you can answer the answer it for more points and it is ridiculously competitive and fun uh it's like five quid online on the playstation store and it's really cool like all you need is your phones you just play with it that way I had my parents round uh, before, literally a few days before the lockdown, and we played it. And my mum and dad like were well into it. Well, that's so <laughs> that's so cool that it uses phones as well because I think that makes it accessible to non-gamers. Yeah, it just, it means most if you've only got two controllers, but it it can have I think you can have up to like six people or eight people playing oh, that's it. That's great. So it's just if you everyone just if you, I'm thinking about doing it when people come around for drinks and stuff or have a meal it's like oh let's get this game out everyone get your phone out and you can all sit around the living room in an arc watching it like it's all the questions come up on the telly it's all done on the TV but you're playing on your phone so it's just that great little bridge like how to make make it more interactive and easy to use dude I think I've heard of this is this part of that PlayLink series on PlayStation uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great for audio levels there. <laughs> it just, it just started <laughs> yourself because the because que- the question was too complicated. It just, it just got very serious for a moment there, and I'm like, I, I, I genuinely don't know. I just, I just, Gemma, t- <laughs> I just, I do, I just, just play it. Gemma, so I think Gemma oh. followed someone that was playing it and went, oh, this game looks really cool, and she loves a, she loves a quiz. <laughs> she loves like all this sort of thing. Mm. So we used to play Buzz on the Xbox, mm-hmm. but you used to have your own buzzers. And she, <laughs> I, she just told me where to download it. So, in answer to your question, I don't know. I, don't know, I, don't know. <laughs> I do that at work sometimes. Like someone asks me something, and I'm like, ah, I'll come back to you on that. I have no idea. <laughs> I couldn't get I could get Google up quickly enough. <laughs> I'm gonna burst. Oh. 
<laughs> that was a genuine thing. I wasn't trying to, you were trying to derail anything. Yeah, I was I was genuinely like, oh, yes. stop, I wasn't waiting for a serious, like, is this part of this thing? I don't know. You've got to stop no making idea. the noise, please. Who <laughs> knows me oh. questions like that. Oh, God. I don't. My level of detail is... Well, I know I know now what my Oh, give it to me will be. It'll be a new set of lungs. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, God. Well, you know, speaking of which, speaking of which, we have our segment. Yeah. It's what we want. Something we want from life. It could be an entertainment. It could be just something in the world. And it's called Oh, give it to me. Oh, give it to me. Come on. <laughs> um... In case, by the way, for, for regular listeners of our one episode, um, we, <laughs> uh, we've we now... All 12. Up- all 12 all yeah, 12. We've, uh, we've updated our jingles so that Burley and I split the sounds. There's no more overlap. They're much crisper. So please enjoy this increase in production value. <laughs> Each week, there'll be a new slight minor revision. <laughs> Is that because we just have no consistency and we can't remember what we're doing? No, we're making it up as we go. Oh. That's what this podcast is supposed to be. Um, yeah, so, you know, give it to me. Burley, what, what do you want right now? What is just something you just, oh, I'm longing for this? This is, this is, this is something that I've been, I've been craving for many a year. And I think this will um, cause some goosebumps on your uh, nevers. <laughs> and that is a legit big blockbuster Halo movie. Yes, Burley. Uh, nethers have been twinged. They are twinge N. And um, so I know they've done numerous Halo-related films, series, things, yep. and years. You, they, they're, they're usually pretty good. So you've got like your Halo Legends, uh, Halo Nightfall. You've got that Ford Unto Dawn. Numerous fan films online whenever they do a live action trailer how good are the live action trailers oh man so good and actually you've name dropped so many that actually were they were were like made to support a particular game weren't they but yeah the the best one the best one by far is neil blumkamp's halo shorts he's the director of district nine he made those he he did uh halo landfall which was a collaboration between himself and bungie um and he did that he said district nine equilibrium chappie I mean, great films. Great, like all got a very similar film, and he did the the landfall as like a camera test to show oh, that was amazing. What the film could could be, and I remember when this thing hit YouTube, didn't it? Cause it just sort of went online, just as a boom. Here we go. This is what we showed the the studio execs, and it was amazing, wasn't it? It was like what nine minutes of footage of this thing, and it was just incredible. And uh, I know. All these things are just really, really good, but it's got all the makings of an absolute ballistically awesome movie. Like, Summer blockbuster kind of thing. Like trilogy of films. Yep. Like raking in the squillions, surely. So there is there is hope, Burley, for this, because while, as you've said quite rightly, there have been a series of short films, they've been either like like you said, like with the Bloomcamp's project, like the camera tests as well, like mm. just to prove as a proof of concept. Um, there is hope at the end of the tunnel for something that might run because Showtime, the cable network in America, is currently in the middle of production. I imagine on pause right now, but they are in production There's of a, a Halo live action series. Uh, yeah, I, that, I, I had seen that and heard... Yeah. 
heard of it and I am not overly excited about that, if I'll be honest with you. I think I'll wait until that is shown. First of all, showcase, you know, that's yeah, no HBO or anything Show, like that. Showcase, is it? showtime, right? Showtime, whatever. Yeah, that's how that's how relevant they are, really, isn't it? This... <laughs> but to you, because you couldn't yeah, get their name whatever. right. You know, it's no Netflix or Amazon Prime, you know, it's just something in it. That, so it doesn't exactly have all of the the right recipe, does it? It doesn't, it doesn't kick off to a, the most, you know, it's like, when some, it's like some of the shows that used to come out on the sci-fi channel. The concept sounds really good, but it's on sci-fi. So it kind of gets like one-tenth of the budget it should really have. Uh, and it shows <laughs> so um yeah i i mean let's see shall we you well, know we'll have you to wait and see you want to wait for a big studio to get hold of it uh you want bungie heavily involved so it doesn't get end up being hugely diluted to some what the hell is this this is always the issue isn't it when a when a film goes to um a studio it gets it gets all the execs get involved and goes well you can't do that you know because that will be uh too violent so therefore right. then it will make it instead of a 12 it's gonna be 18 so it won't get as many people we won't make as much money so we're not going to do it if that makes sense so it's like they 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 heavily like star wars like the Star Wars is a really good example like the new hope when that came out that was all george lucas so he could just do what he wanted but when by the time you got to like Return of the Jedi, you get you get Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there because is a kind the of studio are like, well, you've got to get something in there for the kids. So yeah, let's it's... give them these cute little teddy bears that bring down a uh, galactic evil empire. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit of you like a, a too many cooks in the kitchen situation. Because yeah. um... yeah. originally that was meant to be um, uh, Wookies. Wookies were meant to. It was meant to be on Kashyyyk, and the Wookies were meant oh, to. Fight. I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting Star Wars nerd nerdgasm for you. So, but obviously, <laughs> Wookies are eight foot gorilla monsters that rip people to shreds. In short, <laughs> don't they? So, like, do we have the so good for Timmy. massive? Yeah, do we have all of these guys tearing stormtroopers and shooting them and all this sort of stuff, or do we just have cute little teddy bears with sharp sticks giving them a little poke? You know. <laughs> so they went with a cute. Naturally, they went with the cute little teddy bears. So of course they did. This is and this is what they'll do with like Halo. They'll do something like that, and instead of having something quality, they'll be like, "Oh, you've done something terrible <laughs> to it in order in <laughs> well, order to make it 12A." The one thing that gives me hope is the fact that because Showtime is a cable channel like HBO, um, like Stars, they don't have to worry so much about censorship. So it means that if there if there was anywhere that was going to do a more mature approach to Halo, I'd rather it be on like one of those cable channels rather than say abc or nbc or fox i'd rather it be like not on a mainstream network it's it has more chance of being that gritty real um quite dark version interpretation of halo if it's on a network like showtime yeah it has to be it has to have that feel about it that gritty like you say realism-esque to it that's what i thought makes like um with the neil uh blomkamp um, projects they very um they don't feel too far-fetched. They feel very... Uh, kind of plausible, right? Yeah, like, even with like Chappie. Like, you just think like, it's set today, but they've got these advanced robotics. But it just fits, if that makes sense. 
Um, and, and just I, I like the I, I just really like his films. I think they've all got a really good um, realism, if that makes sense, like to it. Um, yeah, and I loved his um, his uh, landfall. I thought that was really good. So anyone that hasn't actually seen that, pop that into YouTube because it's a good little nine minute action sequence. That definitely, is, uh, definitely worth it. Yeah, it just makes you think. Oh my god, that could be something. That could be more than that. Um, and even some of the fan stuff that's been done is pretty good, you know. So, um, and you just think this has all been done with a with a sh- shoestring budget. Imagine what it's like if you put a couple of hundred mil behind, you know. That's gonna be, you know, oh, that's going to be that could be like the new Avatar, yeah. Why not? I'd, I would take a Halo movie if over like if you could you just cancel those pointless avatar sequels please nobody wants avatars two three four and five no one it's not yeah, I, I love i love how he's just knocking out the literally i think they filmed three films back to back haven't oh, they oh god um to release them like apart but like 10 years away from the fact the original so it's just like um but apparently avatar he wrote that james cameron wrote that back in like the early 90s but he could never make it because the technology wasn't there to make it yet. I, I so know, it but sat, it I... sat in like an archive for like forever. But he could have made the, the second, third, fourth, and fifth after the first. He'd already done the first one. It's like you, you, you got the technology, mate. <laughs> yeah, but also just it. I just find it. I think it's so presumptuous to shoot four movies like that back to back hoping that they'll work it's not like it, it's and people have said yeah well marvel do it well they don't because they're most of them are standalone films that loosely tie in and then every now and then you have a team up with avatar he's it's a single story that's getting four sequels before one of the sequels has even come out i think that's so presumptuous and oh i, I couldn't yeah. be less excited why four like i can just maybe two like if he did two and three a trilogy right yeah like if you filmed like because like, I think Lord of the Rings did a lot of that didn't they? They did it and filmed it almost non-stop and then broke it into three. But um, yeah, bit of a weird way of doing it. But okay, I'm, I'm not against it. I think the first one was quite good. If the second one's all right, you probably go see the third. You know, it was the highest-grossing film for a very long time. <laughs> it was. It's so it's got it did something right. It did. I cannot will myself to get excited though about it i don't know why i think i'm just so that particular I'm thing yeah i'm not ex- i'm not like oh my god there's many more films that i'm aware that are coming in the pipe works that i'm much more excited about but not not avatar <laughs> no no thank you so um so my my will give it to me i might need to explain this a little bit but, give me the backstory um build well, it up let me tell you what it is and then i'll i'll kind of explain where i'm coming from maybe i'm i'm slowly losing my mind on this one but my oh give it to me is since the lockdown has begun whenever i go on social media and i'm specifically meaning facebook here because that's the probably the platform where the majority of people i know are are also on it you know i've got friends of mine on twitter i've got friends of mine on instagram but a lot of people i know or at least you know they're not all friends they're acquaintances the people i've met through life that you do you just you just amass on your facebook right yeah 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 um (laughs) <laughs> shout out to you guys tune into the podcast um, uh, well they should do because they're getting your links <laughs> <laughs> yeah every day sorry sorry guys uh, who's this who's this jt who i met back in uni university and said hello to once who keeps putting these damn podcasts on 
What a W A N K E R. Is that is that even <laughs> is that even his real name? I thought he had yeah. a tit in it. <laughs> what a mug. Unfriend. Uh, Unfriend. Um, yeah, a block. I'll keep him friends, but I'll block him. <laughs> um, so, whenever I go on Facebook right now, since the lockdown, it feels to me like I'm reading through. Um, okay, I'm going to start this again. I'm going to I'm going to cut that. <laughs> You're <laughs> definitely losing me here. Now. Yeah, sorry, dude. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I think start... you should just go for the kill. Go for the kill. Go, go for the kill. kill. Here's what Do I it. want. Yeah. Facebook right now is a cesspool of negativity and morons. There's people boasting about going to the pub, not to the pub. Start this again. Take three. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> okay. So... Facebook. Is <laughs> yeah, that's it. Can we just bin it? Put it in the bin. Okay. So what I want is a positivity filter. Yeah, I want to filter on Facebook that just cuts out the noise, cuts out all the morons and the negativity because there's so many people boasting about, well, yeah, I went to the beach or these news articles and photos of people like not observing social distancing and just being just selfish. <laughs> and part of this, I'm aware, is it, there's there are problems with this. A, I don't want to then suddenly be ignorant to what's going on in the world. It's important to be informed and it's important to read the news. That's it. And it's also important to do your own research. I don't suddenly want to just bury my head in the sand and pretend that bad things don't happen. That would be mm. stupid. Yeah. The second thing is I also know that a positivity filter could be, why don't I just stop reading Facebook? <laughs> right? Like that's well, also a thing. Do, do you know what? Like, so I, I, I couldn't agree with what you're saying anymore. Cause like the last few, like couple of weeks, I've come to the point I'm on the edge of getting rid of Facebook. Yeah. Because every time I go on it, I get annoyed. Yes. Because although there's probably 10 quite nice things on there for every maybe one idiotic thing, it you don't remember. It, it cancels it out, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, the idiotic what, thing like outweighs it, right? But what do you know what's really – I don't know why. Like with Facebook, I never used to read comments – and then one day I, I saw an article and it was a bit controversial and I, I can't even remember what the article was. It doesn't even matter. It's, it's usually something involving America, let's be honest. Right, yeah, it? of course. And then ever since then, this part of my brain goes, <laughs> you read something and go, <laughs> that's controversial. I bet the comments will be really like interesting. Sure. So you go into the comments and then you start going, oh, yeah, this person's like-minded. You know, this person's sensible. Yeah, this person's sensible. This person is ignorant. Look at it. what what are they saying? What what what? Yeah. And, then, and then you read all the like the other people bashing that person by saying you're a moron, you're a moron, you're like, uninformed just by quoting this person doesn't make you intelligent. Like, and you just think, yeah, you're right. All these people, but it's not. It's always nice to know that there's the majority of people are sensible. But there's this one. There's always, but there's more than one. There's millions of them, but they're just filtering through. They exist, don't they? they these people genuinely believe this. Yeah. And you just think, why, have, why haven't you got coronavirus? And why, why is it, why is it these people aren't dying? Why is it? Yeah. The, yeah. Well, the, you know, I, I, I oh. this is the problem I'm having too. Is that because the nature of those comments when people do post up stuff where you think you must be a cartoon character. No, you're an actual human being and you're a maniac. The problem is because of people are then laying it on them. You know, most sane people will then go, that is a really ignorant position or you shouldn't be saying that or whatever. Those, the, the bad comment then rises to the top through the algorithm, right? So when yeah, you scroll yeah, to yeah, the yeah. post, you're more likely to see comments that have got, that have been commented on a lot more and you're then exposing yourself to that negativity. So it's why I wanted to make it so clear that I don't want to just bury my head in the sand. I know that bad shit is happening, but I also know that it's important 
to stay connected. And so much of what a lot of people in my life are doing, I've seen incredible posts from people fundraising or people that are key workers talking about their experiences in the NHS or working in the service industries. There, there are an amazing uplifting moments and people I actually know. And that's that's the reason I'm pressing, I'm tapping on the app. That's why I'm going into Facebook in the first place. It's just that what I'm finding at the other end is I'm, I'm getting stopped and I'm getting wound up by that one idiots. person yeah. that gets through and or you read an article about someone that's done something yeah and then the people that are then going well why can't that person be do this it's his human rights it's all yeah. the stuff that comes out of america isn't it where um the americans a lot of americans or a number of americans are really struggling because when this all started and that and they kicked off the uh, quarantine i went give it time and all the nutters will come out with their protests going yeah and, and what happened was but, all the nutters came out amazing. with their m16s you yeah know? but but in, but in my every, well, i haven't read about it it maybe it has happened in other countries but or here i don't know but i haven't heard of it like it tends to be people just pushing the boundaries with social distancing like going canoeing on the bank holiday weekend it's like <laughs> that wasn't necessary was it but there's no one like no one's um, standing outside government buildings with placards saying like liberty over health or whatever or death liberty over death oh my god free. dude i've seen like so in many, america i've seen so like, many people in the states where like you've got people protesting saying how are we gonna buy our turnips and how are we gonna get a haircut it's like oh, come on you well know. no the, what the best thing is that people go in oh the, the nurses and doctors get to go to work why can't we oh. um they, they they're going to work to save people to mate. literally save lives yeah you don't need to go to the call center to, to, to do your sales you know they they're saving lives you're trying to sell like it, it, there just seems to be like the American way doesn't really fit with this selflessness in a way. Yeah, like, you're right. And also, okay, I'm, I mean, I'm getting wound up now. I get, I can feel it in my stomach. I can feel yeah. myself getting irritated. In, Sorry, um, I, 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 the people probably tell already. Like, how dare you bring this up, JTB? By the way, this was, <laughs> this is gen. I genuinely do get wound up, and I see these articles, and I turn to Gemma, and I'm like, Have you seen this article about? Yeah this and she's like yeah i know or or the worst thing is when donald trump opened his mouth oh, and he just says something like uh he was i don't like, want i don't want to give him any airtime because he, the thing is anytime anyone on the planet utters his name he gets like a shattering orgasm he just can't yeah he just says stuff like liberate like he says i'll liberate colorado liberate, liberate michigan. michigan he's like mate you're the president you're supposed to be telling these people to go home <laughs> Be sensible. Listen to your science. Stop saying, well, you know, this is what I think. This is what I would do. This is what I would do. No one wants to do what you want to do because you're a turnip that's been <laughs> that's fallen in some gunk and some hair, pubic hair is stuck to it. You're a gunky, you're a gunky a, pubic stuck turnip. Stuck it on a potato with an, over, with an elongated tie and made you <laughs> the f president of the USA, you complete... Ah, ass... <laughs> he is... Ah... Honest to God, he is the he worst is thing on the planet. Such a wad. Oh, I just can't. Every I can't. I just don't get it. Like the but most this, okay, serious we've, we've pandemic hit... in all the time, and he's the president for it. Do you know what I mean? It's we've, like oh, we've hit on this now because, like I said, like this is I, I, I can feel it. I can, I can feel the knot and how irritated I'm getting, and it's because I care, and I realise then that actually. It is important to be informed. It is important to know. In some ways, there's value in knowing what not to do. You know, seeing the behaviour of others and going, you know well, you what? Can't, I'm... You, you need to know this because it does influence you. So what yes. is actually happening in America or anywhere, for that matter, will inevitably impact us here. This is what people don't understand is that 
by not by flouting the rules in you know the the mid states in America does actually affect us in the UK in the well, long run. It emboldens run. people, right? Like people then see people protesting on the streets and block and and creating gridlocks. Like why? Well, no, well, no well, one's getting to work. With that you is, know, is that if they ignore the rules? Because I think America's death toll is at forty five thousand or something. I read earlier today at this already. So they're at forty five thousand deaths. Okay. Um, and they're not slowing down. They haven't hit their plateau yet, so they're gonna they're gonna get over a hundred thousand. But if these people keep going out and doing these protests and you know trying to flounder it, they're just gonna elongate their shutdown, their their lockdown, aren't they? Yeah. So it's like if they just paid attention, they could be seeing the difference already, and then they'll be out of it in a few weeks' time. But the trouble is, what I'm worried about is if they keep doing this, governors and whatever are gonna go all right, well, we're not seeing a decline, so we're going to extend the lockdown. Then people get angry and go and protest. And then the figures keep going. And then they're like, well, we're going to have to extend the lockdown. We're going to have to extend the lockdown. Now, the trouble is America's economy impacts is so influential on everyone else's is that the longer they're closed, we could come out of this in, let's say, a month's time. Like the uh, lockdown is somewhat relaxed. It might not be fully, but in about a month's time, it's probably going to be looking different. And then a month after that, We'll probably be looking at some normality. Probably can't say for sure, but if America's still going, we're, we, like the rest of the world will be out and about enjoying themselves, and we're going to have to isolate America from the rest of the world, aren't we? We're going to have to go. Oh, you lot. Of so no right. flights. You know, like they did at the beginning, they went, "Oh, we're not taking flights from Europe," and everyone was like, "All right, offensive." But um, <laughs> so well, f- well, we didn't want to go there anyway. F you, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to travel uh, to America right now. Not with him in power. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, eventually we're going to have to go, well, I'll tell you what, America, we're not dealing with you until you sort yourselves out. But the trouble is, and that'll, Trump will be like, rrr, 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 rrr. you know, what he's like. Well, you know, America's doing great. We're doing great. We're doing great, you know. <laughs> and we're not, well, we're not because you've got a quarter of a million dead people and your economy is in the sh- and we don't want you to sort yourself out, you know. They're going to they're gonna F it. They're going to cause a massive... If there wasn't going to be a recession, they're going to be, they're not going to manage it well. And all the hard work that all the other people have done in all the other countries will be undone by a small percentage of Americans. And that's something I think, too, that really worries me about when people see their behavior and see what people are doing over there, that in some ways it'll embolden the morons in our country. Yeah, because you think, well, well, if they're doing it, I'll do it. Yeah, and but yeah. for us, it might be, it's being expressed in a different way. I keep seeing stuff where, like, you know, there's that, there was a photo going around online of a guy in his speedos on the beach with a police officer trying to tell him to get off and you can see him sort of like shrugging his shoulders and as if he's to say what's the problem and you're like you're the problem you know you're 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 being so unbelievably selfish because it's a little bit sunny you know at that i think so that part that's the part that winds me up right but here's the here's the so here's the thing here's really the crux of this because i'm aware that the my my request my initial what started this conversation my request for a positivity filter has obvious drawbacks it would mean that i wouldn't be as informed about stuff and it is important to to be knowledgeable and to read but the thing is what is draining me is i'd want a filter like that just so i could go on and just see what see some good news, see some good stuff from my friends. And I don't mean good news necessarily in the wider world. Of course, that's important. And of course, it's it's great when you hear success stories happening from all around the planet. That's amazing. But the thing that I would be looking for from my own personal bubble 
is just to be exposed to the great, happy, wonderful things that my friends are doing. I want to give, actually, Burley, I want to give a quick shout out to someone. Um, it's my friend Caleb. I'm, I've known him for years. He, uh, I went to university with him. And he's been doing um, a sort of Tom Hardy, CBeebies style story time thing where he's been reading children's books and he yeah. put up like two videos and he was already interviewed by uh, a local radio station in his area and he's been doing these videos and i just want to give a shout out to you caleb because that is amazing and it's something so small and so simple and yet it just brings a little bit of a, it just brings a smile to people and that's the kind of thing I, i'd want to be exposed to more often and it's it's moments like that it's the idea of me almost having my own positivity filter just in the yeah, way so i browse you want to see, yeah you want to see the people posted story time yeah. uh silly silly dances pictures their kids have drawn and painted and put in the window or uh, or sharing or stuff good, good or deeds, sharing good deeds yeah, good or, deeds that people have done you know or sharing amazing things where like, people have fundraised like hundreds of thousands for nhs protective equipment or you know yeah. like bigger projects just i think it's it's just that the s- social media is exposing me to stories of idiocy that i'm i'm it's almost like i'm I'm a glutton for punishment like i'm doing this to myself but part of it i know what you mean yeah part of your brain i'm the same i I, I don't know why we do it is this part of your brain draws you to it and i do it every time i open the app on my phone i'm like there's going to be something that's going to annoy me and sure enough i find it and every time i see it i think i'm that it just brings me that much closer to the decision of and i'm done with facebook um because you just read it and you just think it's not enjoyed like sometimes you get the odd funny thing like someone shares a silly meme and you're like you do a little chuckle you know you're like <laughs> and that's like quite nice but uh then it gets undone by some guy dressed up in a purge outfit with his two m16s in america going <laughs> i don't want to stay at home i want to go out and eat burgers and shoot my gun and you know <laughs> get a get a skin do, fade <laughs> yeah i don't know or whatever they want to do you know shout how much they love donald trump or something like you just think oh go home you <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, no, dude. you know yeah. and it's like I, even though that doesn't directly affect me it does because i've seen your ignorance and your selfishness and it's like if i can stay indoors with this two-year-old ravishing me every day then <laughs> Surely other people can just, you know, first world problems, isn't it? It's, it's like, I know there's other people that are having a harder time. I'm not going to dismiss like, you know, there's uh, domestic abuse and uh, child like poverty. And some people don't know where their next meal is coming from. And obviously this, this makes it even more stressful. And then there are those people where yes, that's going to be hard for them. um, But I don't think they're going out and causing chaos in the streets about it. Are they? It's, they need to just hold their hand up and people need to help them. But Right, and then people that are struggling, platforms like Facebook and social media, that is the connection point, right? It's allowing them to stay in touch with relatives or um, maybe reach out to a long-lost friend. So actually, being on social media can be can be healing. It can be something that's oh. really helpful. It's, oh, it is. It's, it's just a, a tool. You have to use the tool in the right way, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's like, uh, like a radioactive material. You can either drop a bomb on someone or you can help cure cancer not cure cancer but treat cancer you know it does two two things one's quite a good thing and the other is you know it's just one of those things like facebook is just a bit of a um just because you can say something doesn't mean you have to (laughs) well that dude that you fit that's that summed up that for me sometimes sometimes people just need to keep their opinions to themselves i never comment on fake i never write very very rarely even write anything 
even when I want to tell people that they're a complete tool, uh, I refrain from doing so because I'm not going to get drawn in to uh, into these arguments because it just infuriate. I haven't always been strong enough to do that, but then there's also been moments where I have started writing something and I have just hit delete and moved on because yeah. I could feel myself not basically either not adding something to the actual conversation and just expressing frustration or yeah. be being so sarcastic and being so nitpicky that actually, again, it's not contributing and it's just going to cause this to go on forever. You're never going to change that person's opinion. No, because they're, because they're, if they're already misinformed, then you suddenly coming in and going, well, I've got the right answer. They're I not going to be receptive find, to that. Yeah, that's yeah, that. yeah. The stranger that they've never heard of and never will again yeah. telling them is just it, it. It it just sometimes I think it just doesn't need to be, does it? it I agree. Yeah. Yeah, but there were. I think you could probably resolve that by just getting rid of Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> or or at least getting rid of it, or not using it for the duration of quarantine, and then just using um like direct messaging or yeah um, something I've been or doing news or credible news sources like I don't know like the BBC for example yeah something I've been doing has been I I have been really when if I do go on it it's been for a very specific pur- purpose it's to either send or reply to a message it's to <laughs> advertise my podcast you know it's it's um it's something <laughs> some it, drivel though <laughs> that'll really get the juices going there's some posit- <laughs> positivity in the world hey man this is this is my little small attempt it's us talking about poo I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather put this out into the world than have a, a a platform celebrate morons like that well to me, it's quite know. an interesting podcast that we went from talking about my bowel movements and then also in the same podcast talking about like donald trump who he himself is a human excrement so it's uh yeah. it's so pretty i think it's fitting. a rather appropriate um theme throughout the uh I agree. Podcast. hey man we're gonna go on to our final section yes, and it's please. good it's, this feels cathartic now i feel like we've been we've been getting things off our chest and it, it's a perfect setup for our brand new segment introduced last week and it's called why how oh, fuck off <laughs> i forgot about the jingle <laughs> 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 I forgot. I forgot that was the jingle. <laughs> I thought I was just saying why. I forgot that we. Put... <laughs> so uh... here we go. This is this is going to bring us home now, Burley. This is bringing us home. Um, why did they make Command and Conquer as a mobile game, and then as a wider question? Just mobile games generally. Why, why mobile games? Oh, why? I it hate makes the... sense. It makes sense. You know, it's a computer. Everyone's got it. Everyone's got using them. But mobile games, like, are just pointless. I don't get why, like, other than to make money. They're a money-making scheme. Yeah, they? I just think it's... I want. I don't need a quick fix all the time. I think so many people play it because, oh, my thing's downloading or I'm waiting for a, a, my kettle to boil. Could you not just be... Can you not just exist as a human without the need to go, oh, I need a device immediately. I've got to get more lives. I, yeah. I just... I've never understood it. I don't know why you can't just be present and be... If you're going to engage with something, engage with something that has actual tangible meaning has a story has um something that pulls you in a movie tv show a book a game whatever the an album whatever the medium is i just think it's i think mobile gaming is so superfluous i think it's a time waster and i find them so redundant yeah i just i can't find too many such 
so I go through these ups and downs with well, not, I wouldn't even call it an ups and down. Like I have played some games. So for example, probably the 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 what the first one I probably got into was like Clash of Clans. So okay. there was a big thing about that, wasn't there? A number of years back, I think it was probably about five years ago. Um, some of my colleagues were like had Clash of Clans and they were part of a actual clan that they were a you know part of. And they'd been playing it for a couple of years. And they were like, oh, you should join and join our clan. Like, you know, because on their lunch breaks, they'd get out their tablets and, and play it. And I thought, well, they seem to be quite into it. So I thought I'd give it a go. And you know what? Well, at the beginning, it was quite, it was like, oh, this is actually all right. Because at the beginning, it's very quick to sort of progress through it, isn't it? I don't know if you how familiar you are with it. Where you I, build I know your, of it. I haven't played it, though. Yeah, so you build your little fort and you get, you know build your barracks whatever you can build up your defenses and your army and you get your resources and etc and you just keep expanding upgrading all of your all of your buildings etc so you become stronger you know uh and you can go raid other players you know it's in concept it sounds quite cool build a base attack people but there's very little in terms of the way it's just you can it's like a square if that makes sense it's it's a really weird like so, at the beginning, like I say I'll go back to what I was going, what I was going with it. In the beginning, it was quite quick. You can progress. Oh, I've upgraded this. I can upgrade this. And you're churning, and you're making quite a lot of progress. You could play it for half an hour, and you can do quite a lot. But then, after a number of months, I found that I was struggling with it a bit more. It was this. I, it, there was no variation. It was the same thing. Ultimately, what you're doing every time you play is the exact same actions, but with slight, very minor differences. And the to like for example, it got to the point where to upgrade a section of wall would take me about five hours of grinding to save oh. up the necessary resources to. Up, and that was one segment of wall, and you've got part. like and you've got like a hundred segments. But so I bet like, you, so, if you put money into it, you could get it in like two, thirty oh, seconds. I mean, if I put a hundred pound in, I could upgrade all my walls. Oh. You know, and I was like, that's crazy. Why would I want to spend all this money just for this tiny? like little and it wouldn't really make any difference but people do dude people pay hundreds thousands into these games well that's it because you get addicted to it it's very sort of like oh i want to yeah it's that sense of achievement if i unlock if i can max out this segment of wall here that'll look that'll be that'll just feel so satisfying like it satisfies a little bit of ocd Uh, but to do that it cost me a fiver it's like why would why the hell why why would that why the, yeah that the money you know i agree that the monetization it, i resent that because of how excessively it, it demands you to put money in but also it's the addicting element I, I kind of resent that as well is that it becomes this thing where it gets its hooks in you and you we won't let you progress until you pay i just think that's so so machiavellian and i just don't or or pay pay two pounds i've got this uh i don't know this game which is like this weird like stick this thing where you're a little character and it's all about like equ- like equations where you got you like john wick and you can jump and spin and you shoot your guns and take out enemies type thing it's quite it was quite a little fun but after about four minutes i was like oh this is this is an interesting little fun game after about four minutes um it's like advert comes up got a list watch an advert for 30 seconds oh now i can play the game oh finish that level got another 30 second advert got another it's all adverts 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 it's like pay two pounds 79 to remove the adverts for the game i'm not giving you two pound i don't even really want to pay this game i'm just it just the the store said i'd quite like it and i thought i'd give it a go while i was 
sat waiting here for for a bus and now i've got to oh, pay two so... pounds 79 i'm yeah, like yeah they're just oh. so superfluous they're so throwaway and i just think that so okay so i want to play devil's advocate for myself as well here i know the segment is why it's supposed to be you know us moaning about something but i want to play devil's advocate for myself because i think one oh, why the... is it why is a question so it can you know go either it's, way it still makes <laughs> sense right so i think the one of the things as well that i think fuels my dislike of mobile gaming is because a is two things is one i'm not a fan of touchscreen controls generally i've been brought up playing video games on a controller and on a mouse and keyboard i don't like touchscreen controls particularly when i've tried games like i've i have tried fortnite on a mobile phone and trying to move and aim with on-screen thumbsticks is like the worst thing ever it just doesn't compute with me so I don't like touchscreen controls generally in anything. I just, I, I don't like the, I, I prefer the tactile feel of buttons and, and keyboard. Yeah, and there was a guy on the bus the other day, well, I said the other day, a while back, who was playing um, Call of Duty on his phone next to me. Ridiculous. And I was sort of looking at it and I was like, how are you playing that? Pointless. It looks too, it looks too stressful. Like, because your thumbs are covering up what you're playing. Yeah, if that makes the, sense. The, the input method should not be the thing that you're fighting against when you're playing a game. It should be and the context sh- of the game itself. And it's tiny on your screen. It's ridiculous. Tiny. You must straight like you're gonna have no noise. F- how like, how desperately do you need to play Call of Duty that you go? Well, I can't wait till I get home. I better play it on my phone. It's just uh, I, I, that's just crazy to me. But I suppose again to play devil's advocate. So that's part of it is that I don't I don't like the input method, and I know some people don't care. They like touchscreen because it's easy, right? Yeah. So that, that I get that. The other thing for me is a lot of. Um, the people that play mobile games very casually and they are they want the throwaway experience they want that quick pick up and play and i get that i get why they would want that because they just want something a quick fix right the other thing that i really that i think is personal to me is i don't like puzzle games and there's so much of those kind of games that people play on phones whether it's like those match three things or the tap to spot that you know like detective story things yeah. or like it's tap, tap to spot the evidence and those kind of it's things all, it, is, I, it is those sorts of games like proper puzzle solving ultimately isn't it yeah because it's... people people that say that they don't need a mobile game to be arresting and have a great story they just want to play something fun for 30 seconds i totally get that it's but you know that... what one of the biggest one of the biggest mobile games of all time is candy crush yeah exactly what a lot of nonsense of that that is but it's popular with 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 with, with old people they're not really all, gamers are all they? ages it's... dude all ages well yeah whenever i see anyone playing it there are at least 55 <laughs> um but it is that specific genre i think that's so associated with mobile gaming that because i don't gravitate to that i think i've then shied away from it even more because i don't want to learn to get used to the touchscreen and i don't and because i don't need that 30 second fix i'm not then going to seek out a game that's in a genre that i dislike it's that they, they are very much throwaway like um some people i think uh we'll have to ask rocco when we when we speak to him next but he he's a he's a clash of clans and i think he he he's been playing that for years and we'll have to find out if he's ever spent any money on it and yeah. how much he gets out of it. Because... Especially if he spent it, if he spent that much time playing it. Because I also I want to say as well, really quickly, I I totally understand if people want the throwaway experience. If they want just a quick pick up the phone, they've maybe a message has popped in and they've gone, oh, I want to do a quick level. I I do get that. That doesn't personally suit how I consume content, but I do, I understand why people do that. Um, it's the I, same thing as going on like a YouTube video and, and watching the next couple of minutes, right? Because you're mm. waiting for a train. So I get that part of it. I just, me personally, if I'm going to then 
dedicate time on a device i want to be all in on that device and that also speaks to the fact that i can't <sighs> i can't do more than one thing at a time <laughs> like I, I have when, to laser when, focus yeah but when you break down the games that are out there they're all the same i don't know 12 variations of game isn't there it's just the same but different people just put a different skin on it so yeah like i don't know like yeah. tower defense how many versions of tower defense is there or this is a strategy game and it isn't really a strategy game it's like uh it's a mining game all you're doing is building getting resources and up like tactically upgrading buildings in a game to get more resources to make the next building a bit more to get resources quicker and it's just this loop continuous closed loop and they just put it in a zombie setting or a martian setting but it's the same game it's just yeah, you don't have any uh, input on the layout of certain things, or it's just garbage. It, I don't. It's the quality, and it's the it's the same game. It's the yeah, there's same no few games. There's no curation in these stores either. There just seems to be that anything and everything gets approved to be downloaded, whether it's a free to start and it's supported by ads, or you pay to remove the ads, or or you're buying lives or resources or whatever the monetization is. If there's no, it's like, usually like bar. gems, isn't it? Buy five gems, or, or buy fifty gems for eight ninety nine, and then when you realise what fifty gems gets you in the game, it's like you can get this much gold which then gets you this and you think really that's 8.99 to upgrade a building so i can get more grain 10 per hour more <laughs> me just saying that out loud how how does that interest but it's addictive because it's that oh i want to do that so once i upgrade that building i can then upgrade this and then i can do this much easier and it's like it's that sense of achievement which and i think it's quite dangerous and it's some yeah. people can 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 some log some serious cash with some of these games, and I think what are you really getting out of it? Like you could buy a console. Like some people, you can almost say you can buy a second-hand console and some games for the amount of money you've spent on this mobile game. Yes, buying, and I, I buying always... gold, gold, an in like currency essentially. You're trading your actual money for fake money. Yes, and I have, I have a huge problem, and this is because of my love of gaming generally. Is I have a huge problem when with games that have mechanics and are designed to milk the player for all they're worth, and they're built they they build mechanics into the game around monetization. And I think that saps creativity, and I think it's coming from a, a, a purely business-oriented place that yeah, it, I don't know if it has... It, it, I just don't think it should have a place a cash, in this. It's a cash, it's a cash crap. It's not yeah. a game. It's, it's, it's how can we get money out of people. So basically, all, all they are, all these games are just a, a repetitive, addictive, expensive, and sh**. You're not getting any value <laughs> for money. <laughs> that is the best possible way we could wrap this up that was such a good <laughs> summation ladies and gentlemen that has been episode two of burly Grr, bears and a teat teat oh i out of nowhere i had like vibrato on it <laughs> that was like operatic oh wow oh i, I know i've set the bar <laughs> I've set the bar high. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning yeah. in. It has been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Burley. This has been, you know, what? I think this is this has got to be in our top two episodes. Oh, hands down, top two. Do you think? Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. Is it one? You know, yeah, top two. We're Easy. top two guaranteed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of all time. 
of all time top two yeah tune in to burley and a teat for as long as we can stand doing this <laughs> <laughs> the podcast goes up on all good podcast services spotify itunes again maybe google still don't know if it's made it on there yet um, yeah. you can find us on twitter at the... yeah you can find us on twitter at the drivel bucket you can send us questions if you want if anyone cares oh that'll be interesting little q a maybe for the because i do that in the some dribble podcast i do that with the featured guests so maybe we could do that with our thing i don't know we just make this up as we go along that's part yeah. of the fun um you can also find us on instagram at some drivel we're on facebook at some dribble as well uh p.o box some drivel <laughs> don't do that because we will start sending bombs um, <laughs> so uh burley it's been an absolute pleasure thanks very much for having me My- oh dude just it's always a treat. I feel my face hurts right now <laughs> from this, which I feel like is is a good problem. Yeah, it's a good it's a good problem to have, isn't it? Burley, uh, we haven't practiced this. I'm just going to spring it on you. Give everyone your signature sign off right now. Go. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do this late at night. I can't. All right. Okay. Signature sign off. Goodbye. Burley, you actual legend. <laughs> oh, that was so good. I'll change that every week. I do a different one each week. I wanted to. Do, I've been. I've been keeping that in my head for two hours. <laughs>